Go ahead. Man, and I listened to Indie 88. You know this. Guaranteed you yeah, know yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. I still don't know it. <laughs> you know the band. Come on. No, no, no. It's like, I know them, you know? But um, for a lack of... Ooh. Hunters, no, you don't know it. Um, no, man, I, I just I'm really bad. I only listen to radio, and I never like listen to actually like what is a song name. Oh, this is Metric. Metric, hundred oh. percent. That is yeah. such an iconic voice she has. Yeah, I know. Oh, one of my favorite songs is called "Breathing Underwater." Love it by Metric. What a great tune. Honestly, when you're going through a lot, put that on. Yeah. <laughs> just- <laughs> Metric has so many hits. Like, I saw they were performing at uh, Oceaga, which mm. is like a music festival in Montreal, Canada, that I was at a few weeks ago. Metric was performing, and I was like, oh, my God, I have not seen them in years. Even, like, honestly, I haven't really heard much of their music in years. Yeah. But when they were on there, I was like, 100%. They opened up with that song, one of my favorite songs, Breathing Underwater. Honestly, like, <laughs> it's so funny because now I don't know. <laughs> I can't even say they're like one of my favorite Canadian bands if you don't really know them. Yeah. <laughs> but like every time I hear them, they're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, every they have t- a lot of hits. Sorry, I'm chewing a bagel right now, guys. Yeah. We've been doing like the bagel, you know, mm-hmm. we want to see what's the best bagel. Mm. Well, I want to. And you came in here saying this one was. No, I came in here saying the next one, the croissant from this bakery. They have honestly, I think top three croissants in Toronto. That's a statement. It is. And you're about to have the croissant very soon. <laughs> this is slowly turning into an ASMR channel. Like, yeah. Mm, mm, so tasty. Yeah. Crunchy, buttery, smooth. If I had an ASMR channel, like an ASMR. It's branded. It it's branded for you. Yeah. When we it, first, it'll all be food. When we first started doing this podcast, we structured it in a way that it was like a radio show. We had games. We had... Segments. Seg- yeah, it was very segmented. Yeah. And one of them was... ASMR, where basically Amar records sounds around oh. his house, like, and then I had to sit here and guess what the sound was. Genius, man. Because, no, I know, it's perfect. It's like, I don't know. You know when you're a company and you just find, like, the best product, but you're like, damn, we just make tires. We can't yeah. sell this. <laughs> but, like, it, I don't know, it doesn't sell, like, it doesn't stop Elon Musk, because mm. he makes flamethrowers and space Mind control and, chips. Yeah. Everything. How are you feeling today? Feeling good, man. Feeling, um, I don't know, I'm, I dress pretty cozy. I'm like in uh, all sweatpants. Yeah, you're in like a sweatsuit. Sweater and sweatpants. Yeah, and sweaty face right now, too. It's hot down here. <laughs> One thing about when you're recording a podcast is we have, like in my studio, we have fans running. We have an air purifier, a dehumidifier. Yeah. So there's a lot of just like going on. <laughs> but when we record, we have to shut all of that off. Yeah. And it gets, yeah, it gets pretty steamy down here. Yeah, we get, we get spoiled. His um, Dan's fingers are very buttery right now. He has no idea what to do. <laughs> you can tell it. He's holding out his left hand like a, he just finished something. That was like, <laughs> that was like the most buttery bagel I ever had. And now my fingers, fingers, <laughs> Jesus. Now my fingers are crazy buttery, and yeah. I can't touch like this like interface with our podcasting. I can't touch my laptop, so I'm sitting here. This is our voice forever. Yeah, no <laughs> for sound effects, nothing. Yeah. I just have to let air take its. Tickets. I mean, if you want, I, I just did it on my sweatpants, kind of like under the knee. Is there any napkin? Is there like the world's best napkins in that bag? <laughs> Beside the world's best croissant? I don't think so. 
Anyway, buttery yeah, no. buttery fingers suck. I'll, I'll just rub it in. <laughs> Would you like a croissant and maybe that will take out some uh, butter? I'm good for now. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So I've been pretty good. Uh, whenever you see me dress cozy, that's like the verge of me quitting jobs. That's like, that's something I've oh. learned. Oh, so you're quitting. Yeah. <gasps> what the heck? Tell yeah. us more. This is juicy. This is Jesus. Yeah, man. It's just, you know, <laughs> yesterday I went through a gnarly delay. Oh, you were <laughs> working yesterday? Attendant. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where were you working? I flew yesterday. Bro, it was supposed to go to Montreal and back. What time? My brother uh, flew to Montreal. Oh, damn. Well, did he get a delay? I don't know, but he was flying last night. Anyways, it was like, it's just a Montreal and back, which is like two hours of work and they pay you for four. Mm -hmm. I ended up doing eight hours of work. And, and just people just like, and, and they still pay me for four. And oh just people God. were just so, ah. That literally, this is the perfect segue. And you had no idea I was going to talk about this, by the way. None. I was flying home yesterday uh, from Austin. Mm. Now, I know this is going to date this podcast. Yeah. Because you guys are hearing this next week. Yeah. But I flew home yesterday from Boston. Uh, Jeez, I can't from talk. I'm like, I need to recover. <laughs> I was at a bachelor party. I've been partying all weekend. My brain is functioning very little. Yeah. Very little. God, man. So <laughs> I was okay. flying home from Austin to Toronto. Yeah. And the flight attendant was this guy, and aggressive, but like passive aggressive as hell. Mm. And I sat there thinking, I'm 100% going to talk about this on the podcast. Because yeah. I don't get how people can treat other people like this. Oh, I hate and, it. Okay, in his defense, I get, I've heard this before. Well, if you had to work with people all day long asking your demands, you'd be the same. I literally don't think I would. Mm. Honest to God, I, like, I've been in situations where there's been frustrations with yeah. people. But when there's a new face I'm dealing with, I'm not going to carry the old burden of Bill who asked for an extra bag of peanuts and pissed me off and carry it mm. over to Jim. I, honestly, Dan, here's what's happened. You've taken a battle station. I've taken a battle station. They happen to be on opposite sides of the fields. Oh. <laughs> because I do not agree with anything you just said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, I, I can imagine there's something you're going to say, but yeah. I can't think of anything. I, thought, I sat there thinking, you're pissed off. Your job, first yeah. off, is to... De-escalate this whole thing. It's not... It's just... It's You're the front lines of customer service. Yeah. And with that, you got to be resilient with dealing with people and their annoying tendencies. For sure. You can't... The, Keep in mind, this was an afternoon flight, so he hadn't flown a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's going to like be like, water, you need water? Okay, keep moving. Like, okay, give mm. us like a second to breathe here. Anyways, right. let's hear your thoughts. No, so I agree that definitely he should not be passive aggressive. That's just weird. It's not cool, and I hate it. And a lot more people are becoming more passive aggressive. I think with meme culture, right? Oh. Customer service people have really embraced... <laughs> <laughs> we have really embraced the passive aggressiveness. That's, that's a really good point. You know, like we see it in memes and we're like, yeah, I want to be that guy. But also it fuels people <laughs> to do memes. Oh, like yeah. they're just like, oh, I'm going to write about this later. So I better have a good response right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, no, he shouldn't be. But I, I, what I don't agree with is like you saying like that if Bill pissed me off, I'm not going to bring the hatred for Bill to this new person because Though you might not do that, I think a lot more people do that. Um, and for me, that's like my understanding of, of customer service is like when, when someone gets on my plane, I understand that 450 people were probably delayed 
at this flight and mm-hmm. secure and they probably rushed through security just to be delayed and right. they didn't get food because they thought you know they got to get there on time like right. you go through so much with airports and stuff that by the time you get to the airplane it's like your first moment to breathe so for me i give them more time and more space to breathe now that they can mm-hmm. that and because a lot of people still take that pissed offness from the security line and bring they, it on the they airplane. They can't. Well, well, what I'm saying is not the, not the, I'm saying the flight attendant. Yeah. You, you should not be allowed to One, do that. Oh, that's 100% true. Yeah. You should not do that. I thought you said you, you agree. That it's hard to do. No, I, I disagree with what the flight attendant does. The, what that flight attendant yesterday did to you. Mm. Right. Of just being passive aggressive. There's just no need for that. I can like, be, I, can, I just don't agree with the whole, you know, that you don't carry your hatred. Uh, you yeah, might not. I get it. Like, like I, I can be sympathetic to when somebody is super angry. I, like, I'm not yeah. saying we're all robots with customer service where it's like, hi there. How can, like, I get things get on your nerves. Yeah. But it's a, it, it's, it's, first off, with people, it's always a two-way relationship. Yeah. You give respect, you get respect. There's no, there's never a situation where it should be one way. For sure. However, on an airplane, it is literally the flight attendant's job yeah. to be a customer service representative for that company and to do the tasks, which I, I obviously I can't be super accurate, but I imagine it's delivering like the water, yeah. doing the water cart, orange juice, drinks, yeah, whatever, orange juice. I don't, I don't want to like <laughs> like shit on the job, but yeah. like that's what your job is. Yeah. So you shouldn't be. I'm being friendly to you, and you're being like. That's one way where it should be like, look. You're angry at people, but you signed up for this. Yeah. If you signed up to get discounts on flights, I could tell. Yeah. And like the guy yesterday, I don't care, man. You do not go through attitude. What do you want? Tea? You want? Well, well, there's sugar in it. We don't have sugar, but we can put sugar. Do you have tea? Do you want like just yeah, very yeah. like that? And I'm like, okay, I'm and just masters people. Yeah, like I can do this job better than you right now. Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah, like that guy probably has. What I've realized is if you're just a nice person. Like, I don't have many problems on my flights because, like, I'm just good. I smile a lot, you know, and it really, it's such a good investment. I don't do it as an investment, right? But you just, if you smile and if you're just more helpful, you'll prevent so many more problems down the road. Like, you might not have gotten pissed. Yeah, or create them. (laughs) Like, you might not have gotten pissed to the point where you're going to cause some, you know, shit's going to hit the fan. But I'd imagine with his passive aggressiveness, I'm sure he's stepped on some minds. For sure, he that sets people off. Even I've learned with people, you, there's not one thing you can do that will ever go uncritiqued uh, yeah. amongst people. Even if you're smiling, great point, and I'm totally supportive of that. I noticed I was walking Charlie the other day, and I was like, people don't say hi anymore. Mm. And I'm like, maybe it's not they're not saying hi anymore. Maybe they're just not saying hi to me. And so yeah. I'm like, maybe it's a me problem. And maybe like when I walk, sometimes my face is a little bit like. Like, I'm intense. Like, I'm looking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's not a very welcoming face. So, I did an experiment. I'm like, okay, the next people that walk by, I'm going to, like, just raise my eyebrows a little bit so it looks a little bit less threatening. Yeah. Maybe kind of smile, whatever. Still nothing. 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 So, I don't know if it's facial hair or what. No, I I, I get a lot of highs, but I also give out a lot of highs. I think, yeah, if, if you look at them and you're like, hi, like it looks like you're going to no, say No, just hi. straight up go for the high first. It's scary, man. <laughs> I know it's scary for them. That's why they're not saying. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> At some point, someone has take, to say the high. But no one wants to. So the worst is when it's just like, hi. Yeah. Like, like that. Hi. Like it's, <laughs> instead of just saying hi, it's like hi. 
Yeah. Like, like this little yeah, head nod. A, a reassured high. Oh, that's perfect. You got to be confident with the highs, you know? And somewhere down the line, I lost that. I got to get that back. Um, yeah, I, I, I got it. The only time that I do do it like totally freely is when I'm hungover. Because mm. when you're hungover, you have a sense of, I don't care. And you're just like, uh, like hi, yeah. how's it going? It's been amazing every time I do it. The high just hits different when you're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% true. That's exactly it. It hits different. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't um, know. It was, it was, when I was on this plane, it was happened and I'm like, okay, I know Amar works this same job, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to talk to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and respect it as well, because I've heard stories from you, but um, it kind of goes with also Facebook warriors. We can slowly get into this. This is like, yeah. by the way, guys, this is a perfect example of why this is called the rabbit hole, mm. because now I've got another one. Uh, Facebook. You have, everyone's got those people on Facebook where they start justifying the minority side of things. But they're not a minority, or uh, well, there's that on. too, yeah. where you're 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 fighting for the side that's not even you, and that's that's fine. You can it's cool, but it's I'm gonna really narrow it down. It's about servers. Mm. Maybe we've talked about this. Maybe where it's like they're on Facebook and they're always, uh, it's a server who's like, you got to tip servers, make sure. You, I'm like, mm. okay, like they're always complaining. Most likely, it's you that's the problem. Yeah, and it happened again recently, and I just wanted to be like, oh my god, like first off. Tipping. Okay, they were talking yeah. about tipping. Tipping is not, and I use this in quotations, mandatory. Yeah. In my world, it's mandatory because obviously I know they're getting paid less and they really survive off of tips. So obviously 100% tip your server or tip someone of service. Yeah. However, if they are doing the bare minimum or they're doing a crappy job, they should not be expecting a 20% tip like they would average, like normally get. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Like a tip, Sure, for most part, is mandatory. But if you do a crappy job, I I don't know how we can all justify any tip. No, like what are you supposed to do? Like like I'm not I'm also not confrontational, so I'm not gonna sit there and be like, listen, I want to let you know why I gave you ten percent tip. It's because you've been shit. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not. I, that's even more awkward. <laughs> so I, I, I've have in the past just ended up tipping, and I leave thinking they beat me. I've been defeated. Yeah. Why did I tip that? That was awful. Oh, service. That's the worst. But there's so, and then I go on Facebook and I see this garbage of people like, you gotta tip me. Like, okay. The server justice warriors. That's what it is. Like, do your job right and you mm. will be taken care of. That goes with anything, man. Do your job well. And, and I will godly do the 25%. 100%. Well, 25, that's steep. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not that wealthy. Well, now it's like, I feel like 20 is almost mandatory now. 20 is. I used to do 15 always. Yeah. So now. Yeah, I used to do 13 because that was my favorite number, but then it got pushed up to 15 and I can't be a cheapo. And it's like now 15 is the bare minimum in the list options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that they have options, I have to like, man, if I don't want to tip, it's so hard. Like you got to go to like press four and then other. And they and can see this. that. They see you doing like more yeah. buttons. They're like, oh, you bastard. You're doing a custom And they tip. do it on purpose. There's no way that that setting does not increase all types of tips. Oh, shoot. That's my uh, humidifier. Here. <laughs> It got real sweaty in this room, yeah. and then it just like We're talking about tips. It kicked in. It's like, Whoa, it's getting a little juicy in here. <laughs> got to get the liquid out of the air. There but are it, times on the plane that I wish I could collect tips just on the end. Tips oh. for the servers. <laughs> yeah. Have a little bucket got, around, yeah. like you're about to break dance. <laughs> uh, but no, man. Sorry, going back on this airplane thing. Yeah. Of it's a two-way street. I just think empathy is a two-way street as well. Like I honestly will wholeheartedly give all my best 
to anyone that's on my plane. 100%, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes even more than 100%. Whoa. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. You know, I got to get the tips. <laughs> just the tips. <laughs> just the tips. <laughs> right? But yes, like, oh, some people are just so petty. And, and when I say some, I really mean like 1%, less than 1%. So 99% of people are, are great, phenomenal. They laughed it off. It is what it is. I mean, it's a three-hour delay. It sucks. It's hell, right? But some people, like, even in the end of the flight, we got them there. And I'm like, all right, miss, see you. Have a good night. See you? No, I will not be seeing you. I've had a terrible <laughs> night. And I was like, like, you're on the way out. Listen, <laughs> like, what am I going to, like, it's so petty. Here's the thing. People need to have that last bit of pettiness. They need to have that last jab. Yeah. Because that proves to them that they're, okay, they've won the system. Like, yes, Air Canada delayed me, but I'm going to get the last shot. Yeah. Even though it's not your fault. I 100% agree. That's why I don't say things to people. It's mm. awkward, man. When you're at a restaurant and you know that they're probably having a bad day or you saw them just get yelled at by another table, the last thing I want to do is make it harder for them. Yeah. If anything, I want to be like, how about you sit down? Let's chat. Yeah. I want to like help them, you know? Honestly, that's that's now my mood with every, like, everything on their plane. Like In the beginning of this delay, someone was like, no, you guys want us to be delayed. Why? Do you think I yeah. I want to be here unpaid? Yeah. Why do you think I want to be Why delayed? would I want that either? Yeah, yeah like, We're but, losing thousands of dollars being at this gate. Why do you think people, we want this? They need, they need, so, yeah. they need something or somebody to blame. Yeah. And most, like, I'm not going to pick on seniors, but man, do they just pick the first person they see? <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> I choose you. Yeah. Just. It's like, you're the one. They look at you and you're like, you're the one that's going to own up to the three hours delay. It's yeah. you that even though the plane or there was no the weather, I'm blaming you for the weather. Yeah. Honest to God, I've seen so many people get yelled at, and I just want to sit there and just be like, hold on, I'm going to come in here for a second. Um, okay, ma'am, uh, or sir, uh, what are you upset about? Well, the, well, it was raining, and now there's a flight delay. Okay, uh, we apologize for the flight delay, but with the rain, mm. what did you want us to do? Mm. Theoretically. Well, you could have booked another. Well, no, we're not. Like, regulations don't allow us. You know, if yeah. you really were to throw facts at them and they that's, would be useless, man. They'd have nothing to complain that's about. That's literally, and as petty as it was, that's literally what I was doing yesterday. Right? It's fun. Like, that would be fun. Oh, that's my favorite. That would be fun when someone's trying to yell at me and I'm just like, okay, absolutely. I apologize for that, but what do you want me to do? Yeah. I had this argument with my aunt, like my aunt, who's like in her 60s, mm-hmm. right? Um, so she's like, you know, all you, these flight tenants, these new flight tenants are so rude. They don't even put your bags up. Right, and I was like, you know, like someone like you, I would definitely put my bag up. But have you ever considered that, like, if everyone asks us to put their bag up, even if twenty people ask us to put their bag up, mm-hmm. that don't need us to put their bag up, right? Don't you like? Have you ever thought like that a flight attendant has to now do forty bags a day for three hundred days They'd a be year jacked. for <laughs> for twenty five years? Like, yeah. have you ever considered the other side of this argument? Because they don't, man. Um, I would I would almost say most people are looking after themselves and only themselves. And that's why, yeah. on a, like a bigger scale, why there's a lot of issues in the world is because people are just looking after their own benefits. Yeah. What is going to help me? I don't care if it's going to help you. I don't care how it's going to affect you. As long as I'm not exerting myself putting a bag up top. It's yeah. stupid. People need to be more lenient and open-minded to how the world works now yeah and realize that it's not going to function around your needs it doesn't matter how much you bitch and complain yeah unfortunately a lot of customer service uh training is like 
just de-escalate, just do it. Just and I'm like, no. I hate that, man. No, just I give them a little tenacity. <laughs> Passive aggressiveness. Water? <laughs> we don't got water. <laughs> you don't water? Okay. It was just I don't know. Yeah, no. That was just a. Uh... Some people are in, living in the moment, and you know what? I'm gonna say it. Don't live in the moment, guys. Just <laughs> follow the system. <laughs> Kill your dreams. There's that actually brings me to my next my next topic. Um, we we just talked about how. We like to make sure people are okay. Yeah. Like I said, if I was at a restaurant, I saw somebody get emotional or you, they're clearly having a bad day. I, there's, there's legitimate interest in wanting to make sure that I can be like, Hey, is something wrong? Can I help? Yeah. I was at a bar, uh, Saturday night in downtown Austin and there was a girl that was like, sort of like crying, looked upset. And another girl was talking to her. It was obviously like a serious situation, uh, probably a guy because there was, they were with guys and the yeah. guy came anyways. And I remember sitting there thinking, I want to go over and just be like, hey, look, don't be so upset. Like, have a good time. But as a guy at a bar, it's mm. going to come across like I'm trying to pick them up. Yeah. When legitimately, I don't even care if I even got a phone number. It was just, I want to make sure they're having fun. And that was, a mm. realizing that made me think, one of my insecurities probably over the past two years, not a huge one, but it, it is there. Yeah is people having to see me in an anxious state and having them uh, pushing them away thinking, oh no, like Dan is a sort of a basket case and and I don't want to listen or whatever. Yeah. But I'm starting to see there's a lot of people that if I was having a bad day that would legitimately want to have, like help me have a good day. You know, it, it's in me, it's in you. There's there's people that I know that, that yeah, enjoy yeah. that. And it's interesting to see that there are people out there like that. Yeah, and who don't want your number and... Just who, want to help. who literally don't want anything out of it. Yeah. It's so easy to convince yourself that, oh, what, what's what's the motive here? Why yeah. are they helping me? What do they want from this? What is the end goal? Yeah. And I'm starting to see that there isn't always an end goal for people. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the end goal is to help you feel better because then it makes them feel better. Yeah. You know? And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I can, I notice, like, we all can tell that face when you're like, they're like, well, what does he want? Is he actually here to help me? Or right. is there something behind it? I just clear it up right there and then. Like, hey, look, I, I don't want your number. I just, you seem like you're you you know you're not having the greatest day and I just want to help you out. You know, That is a good tactic. Just clear it up and yeah, then get huh. the number. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> As you say, that's then. a great tactic to work around. But yeah. Because I don't want your number, but I hope you have a great day. And when they have a good day, they're like, is your guard down? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> no, Can I have your number? <laughs> Guys, we're dogs. <laughs> Listen, guys are, are very creative. Dogs. That's why it doesn't really matter what you throw at a girl. They're still going to find. Yeah. Like, ah, okay. Plus, you know, I was I was in uh, Austin for a bachelor party. My brother. Speaking of guys are dogs. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it actually, like, this is more of a, my, one of my, like, more, like, calmer. Yeah. This is, like, my, my calmest brother. Um. So he, we decided we were going to go to Austin. My other brother, my oldest one, got married last year. And he's like, I'm going to Nashville for my bachelor party. It's going to be yes. great. So I'm like, okay, this will be fun. A little travel thing. That's cool. Well, this one, my other brother then gets engaged and he's getting married in October. And they're deciding, okay, I'm going to go to Austin. And I'm thinking, since when were bachelor parties this destination thing? They were never like that before. Mm. They weren't. It was like, okay, you go for one night to like a strip club and then that's it. That's it. Now there's this trend I'm seeing where people are traveling. I'm not saying it's brand new, yeah. but it is it is evolving. That bachelor or bachelorette parties are things of like of like traveling somewhere to a destination. 
Yeah, you're right. And I'm not against it. Like, it was a great time. Austin, by the way, is probably my favorite city in Texas. I lived in Dallas for five years. And I'm sorry to the people of Dallas. It was an interesting five years. Austin is like the more artsy one. Austin is amazing. Like, there's this, there's this gap in, in Dallas. Okay. Where the age of 19 to 28 yep. is just gone. And, and I'm like, like when I was there, I was under, I was partying with 35 year olds. A lot of, a lot of my friends were 35 down there. And when I went to Austin, I'm like, this is where all the young people go. Cause they're down here at college station uh, for school, whatever, you know, or they go to UT. Yeah. Which yeah, is like yeah, right yeah. in Austin. So, oh my God, it's such a fun ass city. City. Fun right. ass city. It's a fun ass city. But yeah, you're right. I think the new state of bachelor parties is, uh, is destiny. I don't think, I think people just want to post about their bachelor party. And, and then people are not up. trying to pull up to strip clubs and post about it. Well, first off, strip clubs aren't really a thing of most bachelor parties or bachelor parties. Anymore, yeah. Not as much, to be honest. I've been to quite a few bachelor parties now, and literally none of them have, in, have included a bachelor or a strip club. Yeah, like bachelor parties in the last few years have not been doggly. No, no. Honestly, like this trip to Austin was literally... Like and shit. We did uh, go-karting, the yeah. fastest go-karts in... North America, I want to say. This is what I'm jealous of the states about, man. The states, some of their like non-regulations. Oh, I don't know. Like honestly, like I'm very proud to be from Toronto, but one thing I do envy from the states is their lack of regulation on things like <laughs> go karts and like fun shit. Yeah, I mean we have that, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 100 though. Like we we did a lot of activities down there. And the best one was go-karting. I came first, by the way, which is why I'm really trying to stay on this topic. Okay. So I can tell people I came first. Yeah, I, I saw that snap of you coming in. Did you see my trophy over there? I brought <laughs> it. <laughs> I brought it to show you today. It's like the most perfectly lit thing. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it like I shines. Did. I turned the lights on right beside it so people can see. Um, these these go-karts go 60 miles an hour. Holy yeah. what? That's 100 Insane. kilometers per hour for yeah. you. So you do a pr two practice. You do t each one's ten minutes, right? So you do a practice to get to know the course. Each lap is ten minutes. Like not not lap. Sorry, each uh, circuit, each race is ten minutes. Okay, okay. So uh, we did a practice one. You ride for ten minutes. Then you do qualifying, another yeah. ten minutes, and then you do the final race. And oh my god, was it so fun! It, it, okay, it, it was fun. It looked fun. Yeah. Okay. But when I saw that Snapchat or uh, Instagram post, mm -hmm. um. Instagram story of you coming in first. Mm. It looked like authoritarian. It looked like North Korean leader, like, oh, he won. <laughs> and like everyone has to like clap. You know what I mean? Like it looked, like, it? Because it looked they, like they had to lose. They do the podium for you. I know. When I'll be honest, when I posted those two, I did two stories, guys. Um, yeah. I showed a TV screen of me in first going, ah, winner, winner, winner. Um, and then I did me on the podium. There's context here. Uh, my brother's... Plus, it's a, first off, it's a bachelor party. So there's a lot of competition. Yes. And a lot, a lot of, of testosterone. <laughs> so when you beat out the other testosterone, you just want to be like, hell yeah, I'm a man. <laughs> hey, it was really good. You know? So when I won, I was dealing with my brothers. Oh, you cut me up and all this mm. like brothers do. So the TV screen, my brothers were around. I was like, winner, winner. I didn't realize after I posted, I watched that night. I'm like, oh, you seem like such a cocky asshole. And I'm like, I don't care. Nah, who cares? It's a bachelor party. So I did that. And then when I won, like, obviously no one was clapping because everyone's pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, winner, winner. <laughs> but 
It was fun anyway. It looked like a force clap. Okay. Yeah, it just yeah, looked like, like, if you looked at the other guys' like Insta stories, yeah. they're just like, boo. <laughs> because you never liked the winner. Especially yeah, no, when I, I was, especially the type of winner that I was that day, yeah. I wouldn't like me either, to be honest. Damn. Because I was just like, suck on this, bitch. <laughs> you know? Because again, like, you have all these guys that are claiming to be racer. I'm the best. I'm so fast. You got to do this. Yeah. And I'm like, no. You have you been uh, invited to a bachelorette party? No, is that a thing? I, I, if anyone wants to invite me, I'd gladly go. I I've been with, I I can definitely I know for a fact I'm going to be invited for like four or five. Four or five? Four or five bachelor parties for sure. How? Well, why would they invite a guy? I just think uh, this guy plans really well. Like I have like nice bachelor parties. Wait, so you're going to plan them? No, I just have like lots of friends that are girls, like best friends that are girls. How does that work? Just real quick. Yeah. Go for it. I saw this video once where they went to uh, a university and they asked all the guys, not all the guys, but guys walking by. Okay, that was a 2012 video, maybe yeah. 2007. I, I still iPhones. I, well, think. I still reference this though, <laughs> uh, where they're like, "Can girls and guys be friends?" All the guys were like, "No." All the girls were like, "Yeah." Yes. And I think secretly the girls know, no. Yeah, because then they ask them the follow up question of, "Do you think if you if you ask him to sleep with you, do you think he'll say yes or no?" And they all, after saying, like, yes, guys can just be friends with me, when they ask him, well, would he say yes to sleep with you or not? They're like, oh, yeah, no, they definitely for sure want to sleep with me. So they know. It's just they're, they're, being, they're playing oblivious to it. Here's my take on it. Girls and guys, there's very uh, minimal situations that I can think of mm. where it would actually work. At some point, I'm convinced at some point, yeah. based off of just how girls and guys operate, flirting will eventually seep in in a joking way. You guys might do an activity together as friends. Yeah. Oh, I beat you. Remember I beat you? How you suck? No, you suck. How you suck? You know? Like, <laughs> it does. It, it has... <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for like letting me know what my next steps are. <laughs> I had, I had to squeeze on it. No, but like <laughs> these things like... It happens, man. Yeah. It happens. I, I've definitely had friends in the past that were girls, and I didn't have any interest in them. Mm -hmm. But there comes a time where the other party might have interest in you, and then it's awkward. And then if you start hanging out with another girl, they get weird, and you're like, hold on, I thought we were only friends. Yeah. So why are you getting upset that I'm hanging out with another girl? You know, like, I've had that when I started dating people. Like, my last girlfriend, when I started dating her, I had to end a friendship with uh, a, a girl that I was good friends with. I because, love that. <laughs> only because she was getting so passive aggressive and yeah. petty and rude whenever I would brought this girl around. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not appropriate and that's not even acceptable yeah. or fair. So I am will gladly end this few year long relationship because you're being disrespectful to another person. And that yeah. shows your true colors. Oh, well done. So you yeah. did it? You Absolutely didn't do the press did. conference? No. Th those are the best. <laughs> when you just become into a relationship, you... Bring on the microphones, sit on the table. <laughs> hey, uh, I've gathered everyone here today. I just want to say, uh, got this into a relationship. This is how it's going to work. <laughs> no, so I just, uh, uh, gladly. I have no problem yeah. ending friendships or relationships if there is some irrational, inappropriate behavior happening mm -hmm. that is mean-spirited because of your own well-being. Uh, that's not acceptable. Yeah, there, there's no way I could tell my friends, sorry, um, I'll still come to the bachelor party because, you know, that was already assigned. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can't be friends with you because now I'm in a relationship. No, F her. Like, she's a... this The new relationship is a stranger that's coming into my life. Right. Expecting that 
people already in my life need to go because for the last 13 years I haven't hooked up with them and we're still friends. Yeah. So no, no, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, I guess the word is a rational way of thinking. Yeah. It's not fair. hundred percent, especially cause it's always hard to be the new person coming into a relationship where they already have like a tight knit circle mm. because you're forever going to be like the outcast. Oh, you don't get the inside jokes, Dan. Like, Oh, you just don't know us. And I'm like, that's already toxic. Man, it sucks. I've had that happen where I was already like not really welcomed with open arms. And I'm like, I'm not going to... One thing, okay? I've always that. been like this. I will never kiss somebody's ass just to be uh, super good friends with them. If yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel you're being aggressive or you're being rude, I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh my God, can we like maybe do this later? Yeah, like, earn no. your way in? No. No, no, no. no. You ha- there is, I've talked about this many times in this podcast. Relationships, friendships, anything yeah. are 50-50. And if you're going to be rude and aggressive and you're not even going to carry the 50 expecting me to do more, no, I'm sorry. I am I will literally just do 50. Any more than mm. that, I know it's not worth my time. Wow. It's not worth a lot of people's time, to be honest. Yeah, I guess I'm part of like that minimal group of that can be friends with girls. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not hooking up with them. Uh, you know, I don't, ha- I don't, uh, I guess if you remove, if you remove the sexual needs from most guys, they could be friends with girls, Right. Like, right. it's not like you can't get along with girls or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, with all my friends, I don't know. I've probably, like, eight really close best girls that are friends. And... Look, it could work. It, it goes back to what you just said. If guys are... And this... Oh, my God. This is going to get so much hate. I don't want to say if guys are satisfied. I don't want to be like that. But... Oh, no. You can't. Uh, Dan, let me Dan, reword that. Then you just took this podcast from a, from an us thing to a you thing. What I mean is like, oh, no. I, guys um, are, everyone likes to think guys are easy creatures to be friends with. Oh, they're so yeah. simple. They're not dramatic. And even though that may be true, that there's not as, maybe not as much pettiness, mm. which I've heard multiple times, um, there's a different challenge you're working with. Yeah, And guys have this idea, a lot of them are like, okay, I got to get the girl. I got to be with a girl. I got to be sleeping with a girl. So if you're in a friendship with all these girls, yeah, I would find it, as a girl, hard to be friends with a guy. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I think I look at your situation. You're yeah. friends with all these girls. Yep. How do they know that you're not going to want to hook up with them? I think... For me, I don't think I don't know if they think this way, but definitely this is how I think. Uh, it's like a lot of like small tests, small tests that became bigger tests. Like what? Like hey, here's the top of my crack. Eh? He, he he didn't react. <laughs> Show more crack. <laughs> face two. I'm not. What, what do you mean? I'm by, not face. <laughs> what do you? I am not face. What do you mean? What do you mean? Little tests. You know, like uh, you don't just oh hey this guy's my friend. He's a stranger now. He's my friend, and we're gonna we're gonna sleep on the same bed, and it's gonna be fine, right? That's that's a big test, man. I, I know that's what I'm saying. So it doesn't just go like that, you know. It, oh. Over the years, they're just like, again, people don't think sociopathically of like, oh, here's a test for him. Let's see if he wins, right? It's just like over time, you know someone's true intentions, you know. After the first year or two, and you know. And they still don't want to hook up and they're just friends and they're just as friendly as before. And I, I don't know. It's just over time, you all friendships have go through like some tests. 
Mm-hmm. Again, not because friends are testing each other. It's just that's just what it is, right? Right. You get a bro- you get a flat tire. Someone comes out, right? Mm. Over over the years, you start to see people's true colors, and I don't know. For most of these friendships, I've been like friends with them, like five to ten years, ten years plus, and I've survived some tests. You made it past here, so we get the bachelor the bachelorette party. Oof. So you get trusted to go to a bachelor party. Yeah, probably planning it. That's not bad. I just, yeah. And, and they're uh, all welcome to my bachelor party, for sure. 100%. Man, the new state of bachelor and bachelorette parties, for sure, have maybe, female, look, male influences in I, both. I just, I sound like a, now I'm starting to sound old school, and I, uh, I'm not afraid of offending someone, because it's not wrong to offend. If I offend you, that's on you. That's not on me, because mm. you're the one taking offense to it. But I still think that there is a big gap between guys and girls and being able to function the same where emotions don't get involved. Yeah. I, I do. I just think we, we, even just based off of how we are represented in society or how what opportunities we get that are different, it creates that gap. It only fuels that yeah. gap to be even further apart. So No, I'm with you on the gap thing. Like For the, sure there's gaps. I, there's there's girls I'm friends with. If I said, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" and I strictly want to just hang out, yeah, go mini golfing, whatever. There, one hundred percent is a thought process going through our minds. One person's thinking, "Is this like a way of sleeping together? Is this like a date?" It's like, yeah, it's hard to like you know, because I've met girls that are really cool that I would love to just be friends. Hang with. out, yeah, but there's this. Sense of like, oh, it's a date. I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm totally with you on the, on the gap. For sure, there's a lot of gaps and there are just hurdles that you just have to get over, right? But for me, I just close those gaps down, right? If if there's like, if there could be chemistry, I try to shut all types of chemistry down, right? Like You can't. You can't. No, you're just friend zone yourself. It's perfect. It's the greatest thing. That's awkward friend zoning. That's nah, so for me, one. I think if Good I'm... Choice. I'm starting to learn that if I'm going to hang out with a girl one-on-one. And you just want to hang out. And I just want to hang out. I don't know, man. Especially if, I don't know. You can't, like, bring the chemistry down. You can't bring. How? Like, How? just bring out what not if the best natural of Dan. Chemistry? What if there's natural chemistry? Not the best of Dan. I don't want to be a lame ass. I'm not like, let, let's say there's <laughs> natural chemistry. Yeah, okay. Not, well, then, at that point, you should think, hey, maybe we're not good friends maybe this is better as a relationship i agree yeah yeah you know i don't know but i've asked myself with all my really close friends is this a good relationship or is this not like some of them started out literally i had a crush on them and they know this um in grade 12 (laughs) right i had a huge crush on them but then over time you you start to see like no like we're if this was a relationship i wouldn't be down and this would not have been a good relationship i don't know if that makes sense why I don't know. I sometimes you have like fundamental differences. Let's say okay. So let's so, say she doesn't want like her family doesn't want an Arabic guy like myself. Yeah, what's the point? So well, because it's not her family's decision. I mean, yeah, I know you're right. Here's the thing: you're you're I touching on a topic that I'm I'm working with right now, where you're just you just said these friends that were girls, how you became friends was it started as a crush. Yeah. So you're basing your friendships off of appearance. You want to be their oh, friend yeah. because they're attractive to you. This is the problem, man. Like, this is the problem that I'm working through. I've seen it among so many people yeah. that 
we live in a world where attractiveness, perfection, wealth, success is the highest form of attractiveness. Mm. Not a good heart, not not kind gestures, not uh, loyalty. Yeah, Those fall second, which sucks. So you'll see a very attractive girl who will have a shit personality, but they'll still... Come out on top. They'll still come out on top because of how they look on the outside. And that's what sucks. And that's what I'm trying to work through now is like I've built my career off of appearance, essentially, like YouTube. Yeah. You know, how I look on YouTube, how I present myself on YouTube. That's why I've struggled now with trying to show a different side of me is because I'm worried people only like that one thing they've seen. Mm. And then when they see the other side of me that isn't always goofy or funny or smiling or laughing, that they're not going to like me. So this is something I'm actually trying to work through. And that goes kind of back to what you just said. Like, I've noticed people want to be friends with people that are good looking or attractive. And there's no system in place for us to be able to show us as good people. Like, Mm. what system is in place where you could show that you got a good personality or a good heart before you could show you got a good face other than if someone were to listen to this podcast now and never even seen what we look like. Okay. Well, let me explain to the podcast audience. I'm a, I'm a good old 6.5. Okay. <laughs> on a good day where I have to go to someone's wedding, you know, it could be a 7.8. I'm really harsh on the ratings for me. A five is average, right? 6.5 is pretty good. No, but what system? I want to actually challenge you on this. Wait, well, is yeah, it- yeah, hold on. <laughs> okay. Oh no, sorry. What do you want to challenge me on? On this whole thing. That on, on is there a system yes. that is in place where someone could like you before even getting to see you? Because mm-hmm. no. no. Dating world. You have apps like Bumble, uh, Hinge, yeah, Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Well, even on like on these apps, it wasn't enough to get like, it wasn't enough to just get the physical looks. It was now, now we have to write out, I am more than 5'10". I am taller than 5'10". <laughs> like, even that wasn't Again, enough. All, like, a picture wasn't enough. It's all exterior. Yeah. It's breeding this this world of exterior. For sure. Who, what photos and, and catfishing is happening right now because that's all we have. What what other way, man? Unless it, unless, but, unless it starts with a, a career thing or mm-hmm. I start going to a gym and I'm in the same class as somebody and... At first, we're not attracted, but all of a sudden, I start cracking jokes, and all of a sudden, now she's into me. Like that's yeah. So I, I I can't challenge you on like the first impressions will always, always, always. It seems like be visual, right? Right. right. Always, and even if you hide behind, and now that we're hiding, but even if you hide behind a podcast, they might get a sense of like, don't meet your heroes. Like, like he might sound. I don't know. Even right. like even then, it's just it's all visual first for sure. But that visual first could last for 10 seconds and then they get to know your personality and then they're in love with that. Like there's no way that my eight really good friends, right? I don't believe that they based our friendship on looks. And I, I didn't base my friendship on their looks either, right? One of them I had a well, crush you, on you, for sure. One you, of. Yeah, but you, oh, only one now. One of eight. One of eight. I mean, that's like... Good odds. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Um, somehow looking back at yeah, they all look great, but maybe that's just me being biased about my friends. Um, but like, there's no way all eight of them were like, I'm going to hang out with Amar because he looks fucking amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind that it's because 
of my personality, of the things that I've done for them, of the of the laughs that we've had, of the crazy nights we've had. Like, it, it just it's it's two ways, and I I don't believe there was, I don't believe that physical looks had a lot to do with that. And I agree, it's yeah. about a understanding that and and putting it in your thought process because for me walking around living in a world where you're literally you're based off of instagram likes your views on youtube yeah it creates this bubble or you're wearing these glasses of i need to get this amount this threshold yeah. to be successful because if i don't have a certain amount of likes or a certain amount of views well then I'm not as worth I'm not worth as much in terms of brands wanting to work with me. Yeah. Your price drops. Oh, well you don't get this money, so we're going to pay you this, you know? So it's about breaking that and one of the first steps is Instagram moving likes. Yeah. Great thing. But where do you go from there if you're in this industry? And so for me it's now just not looking at everyone as like you only like me for this or maybe you're only liking mm. me for this. What are you actually looking for? Because I have to, you, like, as a person, if you're listening to yeah, this right well, now. Yeah, well, it's the vice versa for you. It's you, absolutely. You get the opposite. Yeah, I get, you get the opposite. Yeah. Where, like, you're like, wait, do you own, are you only friends with me because of my numbers? I always, to this day, it's, yeah. it still affects me. Um, there's always a motive whenever I meet someone. Yeah. Or at least I try to find it. But there may not be. I always try to figure it out. I sit there. I'll sit there, like, days after. I'll be like, why me, man? Like, why me? Why would they want to be friends with me? Mm-hmm. And so I'll be like, is it... Is it that? Is it because I can get them free this? Is it because I got them in here? This I never flip back and say, maybe it's because you're funny or maybe it's because uh, you're fun to be around. Yeah. Those always fall second. And I think what I'm learning now, what I want to present to the people listening right now is you're right in this, in yeah. what you've just said, that the spotlight isn't hypersensitive on you. Like there's, there's a lot of, everyone's got their own shit going around mm-hmm. that they're focused on that. Like the narrative isn't always what's Dan doing? Well, oh, he, he can get me this. I got to be his friend. I'll work it. Yeah. It's because I know people, I see it. I know people that do this and it For freaks sure. the hell out of me, man. No, that's scary, man. I see it. I see, I know people that have, are, are trying to get in the industry and I see them whenever they post, I intentionally click who they're with. And that person will always say producer, camera person. They're always in the yeah. industry. And I'm like, that is so shitty. You know this person too. We'll talk after. But it's so garbage that that's your way of making friendships. And I see how much harder they try with these people. Yeah. That my biggest fear is being that guy for someone else, is being that stepping stone. I never want to be a stepping stone. I'll help people if you're genuine with me. Yeah, stepping stone has a... It doesn't have a ring to it at all, man. Like, <laughs> Hey, you want to be my stepping, stepping stone? stone? Imagine people are that honest. <laughs> God. Yeah, Dana. No, but that's no what I do is I, I try to break through the friendship and break it down and be like, okay, why? What is, is it because I'm a yeah. stepping stone? How am I a stepping stone? You know? And it's like I have to start building that confidence up again saying, no, you, you're, I don't know. I got to look at my traits and, and start to strengthen them. You're, yeah. you're fun to be around. Why are you fun to be around? Oh, because you'll crack jokes or whatever. Yeah. So I got to start building that side of me up again. Yeah. I, I also think like just like, I guess that's why like even after online dating or you know, people becoming friends online and all that, like through Instagram or whatever, people still love the the face-to-face. But I think they're really, re- like, for example, you and I, right? Mm-hmm. If I had reached out to you and said, hey, Dan, um, would love to be friends. <laughs> you know, like that obviously has stepping stone 
Yeah, whatever. It reeks of yeah. It reeks of it, right? However, how it actually happened was you're walking your dog, a mutual friend of ours who I love very, very, very much. I just got to say that to him. Yeah, you know? I can tell. Yeah. Um, and I just saw him like yesterday. Uh, you know, if when he connected us, it doesn't, you know, it, it just shows people's intentions as more, it's more clear, 100%, more honest, 100%. more everything. And that happened yesterday. I went to a housewarming party with him and like some of my really close friends and they introduced me to someone. And it's just like, it's just so much easier when mutual friends are involved because then it doesn't. 100%. You know? I mean, I look at all my close friends and they're all friends that I've had as kids. Yeah. And because there's a sense of security. And I've said this in the podcast before that they fall into a different category. For sure. And the reason that I think for a lot of us, why our childhood friends fall into a different category yeah. is because they know us for us, what we were, who we are, or what we were like. And there's no sense of what is it? What do yeah. they want? Maybe, and they've and, been there. They've been there. And they've been there. Yeah. And, and. Maybe a lot of people don't deal with what I'm dealing with in terms of trying to find a motive to be friends. But I know for me, why those people, why those guys are untouchable is because there was, I offered, not that I offered nothing, but But career advancement, I offered nothing for them back then. Yeah, It was purely like, hey, do you want to go skateboard? Yeah, let's go skateboard. Because we both like it and we both enjoy each other's company. Now it gets a little trickier because yeah, our friendship blossomed in a different way. A lot of the time I will get asked like, Hey, do you want to go for a drink? And it's it's always after I push a new opportunity I got. Yeah. If I if I promote oh a new series I'm doing or I just won this, it's always after those moments that I get these DMs from people I used to know saying, Hey, do you want to go for a drink? Uh, yeah. I just want to pick your brain. I'm sorry, like you picked the worst time to ask me. Don't ask me when I'm yeah. thriving off of something. Ask me when things have been calm. Yeah, yeah. When I when I start to when my guard is down because I can tell you right now I've got a high guard with people and yeah I'll yeah. go for drinks with you but I won't call you the next uh, no, well, wow that sounds bad I don't mean like that I mean like I mean I like, even as a guy I don't mean it like that at all oh my god I'm such an idiot I mean like <laughs> nice you found the button I mean like I'm not gonna want to advance the friendship further than that one drink we got because yeah I'm already sensitive to why do you even want to be my friend. Yeah, and he only asked for one drink. He's like, let's go for a drink. Pick my brain. Okay, cool. We went for the you drink. You know how many times in the, the past <laughs> I've been asked to go for drinks? This yeah. isn't a humble brag at all. Where I've gone. Um, and so when I first moved back to Toronto, okay, mm-hmm. I knew like nobody here. And there was like, random girls I didn't even really know, never met before, but maybe a mutual friend. Hey, do you want to go for a drink? I want to pick your brain about the industry. So I did that. And we get there, and I'm ready to talk business. Yeah. Nothing. And I quickly was like, oh, like you're using this as a yeah. date, man. Like, that's not cool. I don't know, like, man. Don't, don't, don't. That's, no, that's, that's a no. That's a no. Don't spin the situation so it could be a date. Like, you want to pick my brain, pick my brain. I'm giving you the time. To I'm do here it. for business. Yeah. And don't, don't, don't spin it, you know? But it's creative, yeah. and I, I, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. I don't know. I always feel that like even like, you know, with us, I sometimes you, you just got to make it clear to the other person that, that that's not whether it's through your actions, whether it's through your words, whether it's like actually saying it to someone, you just have to be clear of like, these are not my intentions or these are my intentions. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if my intentions was to advance my career, right. I would have been like, these are my intentions. I, I believe like, I don't know. Last week I sent you a weird text. And I was like, no, but I you, was you like, know what? Hey, I feel, you know, 
I, I just want to hang out and not do the podcast. Right. Right. Those, but that's like, it's the oddities in people that, that really get through to me. Yeah. Like those situations where I start to think, okay, like I never really did think about this about you anyway, where, okay, this person wants this, or they're trying to get this out of me. I'm not the most successful guy in the world. There's tons of people more successful than me. But when you're living in this world of, like, I don't know many people do what I do. Yeah. And a lot of people will use me as the guy, oh, I know a guy that does that. I went to high school with him. I'm that role mm-hmm. for them. So I tend to think I'm being used a lot of the time. I know it may not be the case. Yeah. But it is an insecurity of mine on what I'm trying to work through and not see the greed in everyone or yeah. create that. So when people reach out, like what you did the, uh, last week, which is like, hey, man, I know we only do podcasting, but we could totally hang out outside of that. I'm like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like that's what's cool about people is the genuine interest in you being you, yeah. you know? Anyway. That being said, how does someone become like friends with like Drake? Like I, I actually was thinking about this a few days ago and I know we want to end the podcast because it is. No, 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 go on. No. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, like how does someone actually become friends with Drake? Let's say I, I'm only Look, using Drake because he's like yes the biggest man. thing. Being a yes man. I'll be honest. But there's no way Drake doesn't go through that. Like there's no way Drake's guard. Let's say I, I don't know. Why, I, I don't know why I'm using Drake so much, but like I just feel like he's like the topest Let, of the well, top right now. Let's talk uh, David Dobrik. You know him? Yeah, yeah. I look at David Dobrik. I think he's a very likable guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's obviously a facade because you can look at behind the scenes of how he creates his vlogs on YouTube. Yeah. And they're, they're scripted. They're, they're little funny segments. They're very fun to watch and they're great. Uh, there's doesn't not, doesn't question me at all or doesn't, um, I don't second guess myself thinking that he's got yes men in his group. People that will do anything he says because he is the guy carrying all, a lot of their careers. Yeah. Okay. But even David Dobrik is like, he's a little too small for the level that I'm trying to get to. Right, because I don't believe someone like Drake actually needs yes men. Like David Dobrik, if you throw a million dollars at him, you could be friends with him. Mm-hmm. Right, right. If you throw oh. five hundred thousand or a million at I Drake, see. I see. You know what I mean? Like, there's. I think at that point, actually, physically, comes, no way. It comes down to acts of loyalty or gestures, and if you want to go back to tests. I don't think maybe they're intentional tests, but I guarantee there would be tests. I mean, oh yeah, the Kardashians do this. I've heard that they do this, where. They will, when they try to find a mole in their circle, who's releasing these things to the, the media, yeah. if it's not them themselves, they will tell secrets to one person. And no one else. And, then, and no one else. And then if the secret gets to the tabloids, they know who's who's leaking it. And they yeah. cut it out. So they do intentional tests. Um, with being friends with someone that doesn't need anything, yeah, I think it comes down to, uh, first off, you don't have to want to be friends with them as well, not just because they're successful. Yeah. But it comes down to, yeah, are you trustworthy to be around them? Can yeah. you be calm? Are you going to steal? Are you going to lie? Are you going to, are you going to try the biggest turnoff? Are you going to try to push your own branding oh, yeah. over their own? When I go to, when I get invited to events, I look Oceaga, New York. When I get a plus one to fly with me on these trips, I always am super critical on who I bring. Sure. Because there's been people in the past that have been to local events that when I get there, they'll see the person and they know that the way to get them to laugh is by making me the butt of the jokes. And I'll sit there, I'll be like, okay, this is fine, I'll take it. I'm judging both of you, by the way, the PR company for sort of shitting on me in the moment. And yeah. I'm not being sensitive. I can take a joke up to a certain point. Of course. And the friend. If that's your way of getting in with someone, then I'm sorry, you won't be here again. And to the PR company, I'm not going to come to your event for free again. Damn. 
it, it, like these are these are the type of lessons people do. But but you see, these are like the unintentional tests that happen. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like right? the guys that I've brought with over the last few trips, even in my vlogs, yeah. they are there to support me. I get we're there to have fun, but at yeah. the end of the day, they're there to support me. Genuine. They're genuine. Um, even when the camera's not rolling, they're still fun to be around. Yeah. Um, there are people in the industry that when the camera's on, they become the funnest people. And I'm like, when the camera's off, why can't you still be like that? <laughs> why are you such a drag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just, it takes time. And unfortunately, that's poisoned my friendship pool or my potential friendship pool by wearing these lenses of why. Yeah. You know. And by the way, your insecurities, they don't have to be rational. Like, even if they're irrational, oh, it's just, you know, it is I, what it is. I think it's relatively unrational or irrational to think of everyone. If I like, first off, quickly, I, just, I signed up for the, the, the gym class. I, we kind of hey, talked about before. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. I just got to do it, man. I just got to do it. I'm going by myself. I know nobody Did here. Did you go yet? No, tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Oh, yes. I'm nervous as hell. <laughs> and so it's like, it's, it. it'll be fun to go in there and, and meet people that necessarily don't know you or want anything from you, yeah. you know? I don't know. That's cool, man. Yeah. I hope it works out. Oh. I hope I fit in. I don't want to be in there like, hi. Like, yeah. Shut up. Meanwhile, I'm going to go DM Drake. See if he wants to hang out. <laughs> like, what does it take <laughs> to be your friend, Drake? Like, yeah, I just want... Maybe that's the way. Just DM him and just be like, Yo, honestly, I just want to know how would someone go about <laughs> becoming friends with you. He probably gets flooded every day. Yeah. Look, oh. If okay. I get... If I get... Mine are full, 99 plus. Yeah. And are constantly cycling through. Imagine Drake, who's a million times bigger than me. Forget it. Anyways, guys, that's a wrap on this episode of The Rabbit Hole. Thanks Take for listening. Care. We love you. Leave us a review also. I heard that helps. Yeah. Talk about this. Uh, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, follow. And share. And share. All right, guys. Bye. Do the kiss. Do it one more time. We're going to get rid of the butter on our hands. <laughs> <laughs>